0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.
1: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
0: 18+. Before we begin this week's episode, we would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land on which we work, live, and record, and recognize their continuing connection to land, water, and community. We pay respect to elders past, present, and emerging. Yes.
2: Yeah. Leave me as stage door. Oh, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to PS Meet Me at Stage Door. Today, we have a very exciting guest for you guys. But before we get into that, Tori, take it away with the bulletin. If you have been missing some theatre in
0: your life, not to worry. We have some amazing shows for you. The people of Cabaret have a residency with Darlinghurst Theatre Company for this year's Bloom Festival, and today's guest, Olivia Vasquez, will be performing her Cabaret on Saturday the 14th at 4.30pm, so make sure to book a ticket whilst they are still available, and make sure to check out all the other amazing artists who will be performing this month. In more theatre news, the new theatre will be running a phenomenal production of Picnic at Hanging Rock, starring Audrey Blyde, Alice Berbera, Megan Bennett, Alana Burtless and Sarah Jane Kelly. It will be running at the new theatre in Newtown from the 20th of November to the 19th of December. Make sure to grab a ticket, shows are already selling out. On Monday, the cast of the Australian premiere of Hamilton was announced and we are Beyond excited to see so many amazing artists being featured. Congratulations to everyone involved and we cannot wait to see you on stage in
2: 2021. Back over to you, Libby. Today we welcome exciting emerging artist Olivia Vasquez. Olivia is no stranger to the world of musical theatre, having been part of some of Australia's most exciting shows over the past few years. Liv made her main stage theatre debut in the Australian cast of The Bodyguard, Play Monique, and understudying the principal role of Nikki Moron. Alongside this, she has performed as Rosalia in West Side Story with Hand and Opera, and most recently played Anathema in Squabble Logic's premiere production of Good Omens. In 2019, Liv starred as Vanessa in the critically acclaimed season of
0: Lin-Manuel Miranda's In the Heights with Blue Saint Productions at the Hayes Theatre Company. The production made a return season, selling out its run at the Sydney Opera House. Not only an acclaimed musical theatre performer, she's also a member of Jazz and Soul duo alongside previous guest Jake Tyler and has her own solo debut single, Move On, that was released in April of this year. Please welcome to the mic, Liv. Hello everyone. How are you beautiful <laughs> ladies? Oh, thank
2: you. <laughs> we <laughs> are well.
0: All the better Stop for it. seeing you today. Me yes. too. <laughs> Oh my god and after such a busy day you've had today as well. Exactly (laughs) it's been it's been a lot but we had some food we're here we're ready to go.
2: (laughs) How have you been going during quarantine?
3: Good like you you look it's been a time for everybody. Um, We are so blessed to have a roof over our heads and our health and Mm -hmm. you know my family and friends safe Um, so that's kind of all that I can ask for so but besides that you know, everything else is just you know has been gone but um <laughs> let's think of the positives here yeah um you know <laughs> I think it's a time that we I have really done a lot of thinking about what matters in life and what matters to me and what makes me me and my worth so there's definitely some good stuff to take out of it, but um, as well as the horribleness that has been going on in the world, and you know, the COVID nineteen has taken so many innocent lives. So it's just a very horrible but bittersweet time. If that makes
2: sense, it definitely yeah. does. It's been like that for everyone. I think it's um, it's this weird time of being in your house by yourself, not as much contact with other people, but there's just this, um, you know there is this horrible thing going on and a lot of people have been infected by it and it's it's so sad and you're just waiting for it to be over for everyone.
3: Really, it's so true. And to think about what is even going on in Melbourne and other countries, mm. it's just like, you know, we really do have it good in a we weird way a here. Year. Yeah, like yeah. a lot better. So we kind of can't compare In complain. comparison to Melbourne. Yeah. It's It's crazy. I can't imagine my mental health would really be... Like, you know, taking a toll if I was in Melbourne. My friends, I just, my heart goes out to them.
2: Yeah. And we know you're very into music. Have you been listening to any new music during COVID? Have you got any recommendations of musicals or just general music?
3: Well, I, I love to kind of just, especially when I'm driving, which is a lot, I just kind of put on, like, just shuffle and, like... Spotify makes those awesome, like, playlists for yes. you based on other, like, l- yep. you know, listenings you've done. Yes. So I'm yes. like, oh, yes. my God, this is amazing. Or, like, yes, I've heard that one. What a banger. But um, yeah. two albums that I am absolutely loving is Beyonce, The Gift. Um, amazing. Yeah. It's based when she did The Lion King. Um, what was it, last year? It f- feels like so long yeah. ago, but not. Yeah. yeah. I've And um, I've loved it. Since it came out, but I think when she finally released her visual album on Disney Plus, it was like, "Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, this is everything! This is art! Let's go!" And <laughs> <laughs> and the second one is, I mean, there are so many. But the second one is a Sunday Service Choir, so it's Kanye West's um, Service Choir, um, and it's oh, just wow. it's on Spotify. It takes it to church. Jesus is in the building, like, it's so, it's so good. And it's based on his pop pop songs, some of them, like, Ultra Light Beam and... Oh, no on his way. previous album so yeah. Jake and I just like put it on in the mornings and we're like, "What's up?"
2: We're like, yes, this is how you start a day.
0: I have to agree. Those um Spotify uh, created for you playlists, like those little playlists, it's just exactly and the new stuff that Ooh, it gives yes. you that you're like, oh, it comes out with the, the goods. goods. Spotify
2: comes out with the goods, 100 <laughs> percent worth it does. that twelve dollars a month.
0: <laughs> Liv, can you like? Give us just a little bit of background on how you got into um, music, music theater, theater in general, I guess.
3: Yeah. So basically, I mean, I've always loved theater and musical theater and just music. It was very big in my household. I grew up with my mom and she is from South America, from Chile. So she would always play Gloria Estefan, Um, you know, on the weekends, it was like 7 (laughs) a.m. Let's put on that. That salsa, that music, and you're cleaning the house. And I was like, this is the day that I sleep in, but that's cool. Like, it was such a thing in my household. (laughs) And the Sunday lunches, like, it was a very big part of my growing up. And Lady Sings the Blues, that album, was just kind of where I feel rooted in. And But when I finished school, I actually was the end of school, I thought, look, I don't want to go to uni. I don't want to, like... Like I was like, I just got to do something. And then I didn't get an ATAR because long story short, I just my kind of subjects didn't add to that kind of ATAR even though I was doing enough. I couldn't do yeah. I did three major works, yeah. but it didn't count for one. And I was doing beauty retail at TAFE and then music, art, drama and ancient history. I got really sick in school, yeah. so I had to not do that one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I thought, look, I've got to audition for AIM that doesn't require an ATAR so I thought let's just do contemporary and musical theatre mm-hmm. and see what happens and my mum was like what are you gonna do if you don't
0: get in and I said I'm gonna get in so it's fine
3: <laughs> I really I really I that it. I was...
0: <laughs> put it out into the universe I'm getting in sorry that's the only answer that you can give me <laughs> yes I'm getting in
2: that was oh, my God. AIM audition too I'm like
0: I'm getting in here
3: <laughs> yes you have to sometimes you just you have to do it Tell exactly. yourself that. But yeah, so then I got in like a month after school. I was at uni and then the first time I, I got into both but I chose musical theatre because, well, really because the audition was kind of three rounds as opposed to contemporary and that was kind of like two contrasting songs and which wasn't, you know, which is hard but I think I really liked that it was even more challenging mm. you had to sing and act mm-hmm. and dance and I was like, let's just, yeah. let's do this. I mean, this is something that I don't think I can maybe do but let's just do it and that was kind of like the journey yes exactly so I did that as we know what that is it's a lot and it's amazing and it's just like it's crazy Mm -hmm. we've all been there literally (laughs) so then I basically did Uni, and that was kind of like my introduction to musical theater. And I was like, ah, oh, like maybe this is something that I could really do. And then, yeah, 10 months out of uni, I was just working, like teaching and doing, you know, parties and all that stuff that you normally do. And, <laughs> um, oh, yes. Yep. Oh,
0: yep. yes. Still there.
2: We it's love cool being princesses.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it.
3: See, I never got to be a princess. I don't know why they never really? gave me that one. <laughs>
2: No. I kind of
3: got like the face painter and like, yeah, look, I can I can be a
2: princess. That's cool. Like, it's all right. That's amazing. Mm. And I guess like your first professional debut in a musical was The Bodyguard where you played Monique and you also understudied the principal role of Nikki. How did you navigate your first professional show? Well, yes. Yeah, so 10 months out of uni, I
3: booked The Bodyguard and it was such an interesting audition process i didn't have an agent so i had to go to the cattle call and i you know put my mm-hmm. cv and headshot you know together myself and just sort yeah. of like was like you know just making stuff up and then was like hey can i please be submitted for a bv um because they were like um rachel Maron's like Offsiders and they'd understudy, and I was like, That's what I can do. I can, I'm not a technical dancer, but I can sing and then I can mm. dance. So I was like, Please see me for this. I didn't obviously get that. I, it was like an invitation only, probably. So I didn't have an agent. So I uh. <laughs> had a call to the, Cattle called dance call and when I say dance it's like (laughs) technical dance and I went in and I said you know what number one I was wearing the wrong thing like I would still wear it now like I was wearing like sneakers and like I think I even had my chorus heels at that point like like I had my like tights and like a wrap I looked like I was going to a hip-hop class and everyone was wearing like these mid drifts and stuff which is cool but i was so like not in it so i was like oh <laughs> oh but that's always a weird
2: thing when you don't feel like when you wearing the right thing makes such a huge impact on how you do an audition because like when you see someone standing Mm -hmm. next to you and they're like in full like fishnets and like the sexy the sexy um leotard and you're just like in your gym clothes and you're like oh okay here we go I learned from that like you've got to go
3: like you just you've got the gig (laughs) because like yeah, I was you know looking yeah. like I just came to the like the last rehearsal sort of thing but that's all right <laughs> yeah um then I got I got cut from that because it was really hard and like they were getting it was like technical they were like just a yeah. lot of technical stuff that I was and at the end there was a bit like show us your best mm-hmm. tricks and like the boys had to take their shirts off so what I did I strutted down the room I did little pop pop shaky shaky uh-uh probably did a little little shimmy a little like splits and <laughs> yes. like a bit of twerk or something and then I said like this is what it's gonna be to the point where she said okay well we don't need to see you second time because us three were kind of not the strongest dancers in the room from memory I was like it's fine yeah. it's cool I remember like yeah. Jake and I were still friends at that point and I I went back you know with him home and like he was like how'd it go and i just said let's just go to mcdonald's and get ice cream because like i just it was (laughs) terrible it was like my one opportunity anyway (laughs) i I emailed back so i just basically said hey look thank you so much for seeing me but i'd really still like to be seen for a bv and um basically i got a call Mm -hmm. back and emailed back saying can you please self tape you know queen of the night i will always love you and i have nothing and I think my own oh, song. Okay. Um, and then I just oh, cool. did it at AIM and then I sent it through and prayed for the best and just said, what will be, will be. And then I got a call back um, no way. to go, wow. yeah, to go into um, audition for the Australian creative team and um, Amy Campbell to do some like, what was dance but more movement dance it wasn't nearly as technical as the other stuff but it was still you know Mm. popping and locking um and all the stuff you're good at so (laughs) yeah thank you thank you i'm I'm gonna claim that yes (laughs) claim it (laughs) claim that so yeah then that went really well i was on hold for seven weeks Mm -hmm. after that and then i was like rehearsal start like the 20th of march 2017 like how do i not know and i was speaking to somebody on there and she was so lovely she's like i'll let you know can you please actually can you please come back one last time before the um uk creatives and oh, australian God. creatives but it was the first day of Whoa. rehearsal so that was my last audition the first no. day of rehearsal oh. at abc studios Yeah. so oh, i went in God. and i was like and everyone went on their lunch break and i knew these people from just like from like being in the industry and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so, oh my gosh, that's, oh my gosh, is Paulini, oh my God, oh my God, what am I doing, what am I doing? And then I went in and it was, up, it was, I think it was myself and three other girls and I could, or two, and I could hear them and then I don't even think I did a scene, I think I did one song, Queen of the Night, and I had prepared the three scenes and the three songs that I had done. And he was – Frank Thompson was just looking at me like, you know, that director, Poker Facey, like, I don't know if they hate me or if they are going to, you know, love me. And then I – he said, after that one song, he said, thank you so much, that's all we need. And I was like, my mum actually dropped me off and came with me and – mom goes like how'd it go and I was like I just don't want to talk about it I just feel like I just stuffed up and my my voice got dry and I gave it but I don't think it was enough and then we just went home and then I remember sitting there and I was on the couch and I was like because I really prior leading to that I really let lived my life thinking that I had the show so I'd sing every day I'd um go to the gym I'd put you Mm -hmm. know the soundtrack on of the musical and i learned the songs and so i thought well you know what
0: mm-hmm.
3: i'm just going to continue to do that not with this show but we're going to get up and do something else the moment yeah. that i said to myself i was sitting so my, my old old place and i just i said you know what god it's just clearly not meant to be but it's fine we're going to move on then i got the call yeah. moments after oh, and wow. no way you know she said hey live very it was so what I remember it was like oh my god but it was very like business because you know it was like coming up to day two and it was like 5 p.m or something at this point mm-hmm. and she said hey Liv look they loved your audition, so they want to offer you the role of Ensemble and Nikki Marin cover. So I know, like, it's the first day of um, rehearsal today, so can you start day two tomorrow? Because, you know, we need you to start, so just get there early. We'll sign the contract, et cetera. And I was like, uh, 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 yeah, absolutely, I can <laughs> oh I can do that. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> uh, sure, sure, that's fine. <gasps> that's, like, such a fast turnaround. And, like, also the fact that they waited my that God. long. That stresses to- me out to
3: make that casting decision yeah literally so I'm so thankful to Frank for seeing something in me that um yeah that I saw in myself but some you know you you need some sometimes you do you just need someone to be like hey look you can you can do this even though you know we know we can do this and sometimes we don't know we can do it so I um yeah and then I started day two so to navigate my first professional show was a very because it was such a quick turnaround I had yeah. prepared, but I didn't prepare. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to understudy. I didn't know how to, um, even do a show. So I just kinda learnt and I spoke to it's like three weeks of rehearsals and then the fourth week is like tech and previews and I was like, How do you put on a <laughs> show in this time? Oh but you just God. you do. And I can't mm. you know, yeah. you just do. And I was ensemble and I honestly had the best time in ensemble than to understudy was a whole nother thing I was scared out of my brains because I was I ended up being third cover for Nikki and oh, yes. so it was one of those things that you just don't know if you're going to go on or you're not going to go on and yeah so I mm-hmm. kind of just you know learned by the fly to sit in my pants and I just went okay like let's let's do it and yeah, so kind of it was really tough, but I honestly learned so much and I had a really fun time on the show and, you know, I've made some lifelong friends from that show and I you know, have worked with some of them since and it's just been such a joy. So, navigating was a was a tough one, but also like I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about my insecurities, which I didn't mm. realize I had so many mm-hmm. of of them and a lot of them were con- um, commercial dancers and I'm not a commercial dancer I'm a singer I'm an actress and who dances really well so it was a different kind of ball game and I learned that yeah, yeah. it's I'm still learning but definitely I, I wish I could kind of not wish because trying to never to regret anything but I wish I could go back and be like mm-hmm. go to the audition I mean the rehearsal room and just be like live like it. just own it yes just own it so
0: yeah but hey just well, go, yeah. yes and so not long ago now you actually performed the iconic role of Vanessa in Lynn manuel Miranda's In the Heights both at the Hayes Theatre Company and at the Sydney Opera House what was that experience um you know performing that role throughout both seasons because that's I mean, it could be a thing that happens more often than I think. But I, I feel like it's quite um, odd that it did make that transition from the haze. It did really well at the haze, and then it made that transition mm, through to the Opera House.
3: Definitely. I'm so thankful that it got basically picked up and went to Wyang and the Opera House. Like, it's really, it's true, I don't think it does happen often, often enough. So, definitely mm-hmm. very thankful yeah. for that. Um, I really enjoyed portraying Vanessa because I felt there was – we had so many similarities and I think as as an actress, yeah. as an actor, it's important to, you know, you know, obviously not all the time but bring yourself to the role and so I felt like, you know, yeah. she's trying to always search for something and look for something and but realising it's actually right here, it's right within and I that was such a great, amazing – you know, complex and really hard thing. And, and look, the haze was – I think we had a little bit of pressure because, one, I didn't know if we, – well, we didn't know if it would sell, to be honest, because it was, you know, a American yeah. musical but it was based, you know, within the Latinx community. So it was like – is this gonna yeah. sell and number one it did it got sold before it it's opened, and then the second show within 10 yeah. seconds it got sold to something crazy like that Wow! yeah so we were just we know we knew that we had really I guess big shoes to fill because everyone knew you know Lynn doing it yeah. himself and the amazing Karen Olivo and so we were like this is an incredible opportunity but we did know that number one it's a much smaller space it's a more you know intimate production Mm -hmm. and so it was different and you know the creative team were like this is this is our version of of the show it wasn't the original choreography and staging of course because of the stage so so look we we kind of went in knowing that and we were like look let's Mm -hmm. just bring ourselves Mm -hmm. and then that was amazing so it was a very crazy time but um when we moved to the Opera House or so Wyong first, and then the Opera House, the stage was it just kept getting bigger. Yeah. Wyong was double the size, and yeah. then, like, Sydney Opera
2: House was like, well, it felt like triple the size, yeah. but it wasn't. Yeah, because I remember seeing you guys in yeah. preview at The Haze, because I remember it was like Lucy Birmingham said, Hey, like come around. It was like yep. the first time you've been performed in front of an audience. <laughs> yeah. It was and yeah. it was amazing, like the energy you guys had in that tiny room with the, the choreography, everything like everything that was brought to it. It was just oh, it was just so good to be there to watch it. And I I'm wondering like how how did you go then transitioning that smaller show to, like, on a bigger stage, did choreography change? Did, like, did you get more set pieces? Like, how did that work? Yeah, well, we
3: look, we went to an ensemble, I think, from four it was to six. So, the extra two people. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> it was absurd.
3: Ooh. <laughs> Woohoo. Yeah. You know, and large. Two people. Woo. Um, <laughs> 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 um, so, there was that. Um, but, my God, the ensemble would just I mean the show is not really it's got an ensemble anyway everyone has their story and a name and, and a yeah you know literally a story mm-hmm. within the story within the story and and so within the yep. neighborhood so like it was we did have I think oh gosh we did have the same like um the bodega and then we had the salon and mm-hmm. you know Kevin's dispatch we did have the same things mm-hmm. that we had to Spread it out, but like, for example, it won't be long now. Like, I just had to like race quicker down <laughs> the side of the stage so the yeah. boys so it's a machismo pride so i was like it was like so you've you've, you've, you've yeah. got to walk really i'm like i am in a like a denim skirt like this is like this is like riding up like it's yeah. cool like it's gonna be okay that is
2: incredible i mean it is um that show itself is really yeah. special i loved watching that show it thank it really, you i'm so yeah.
3: glad you did because everyone seemed to relate to it in their own way and it just felt like we were just all performing together especially in the haze it was just like it doesn't matter yes Yes, this is specifically about you know um in washington heights in a latinx community and um hispanic and and latins but it felt it didn't even matter about that to a point it felt like it doesn't matter where you came from you could relate to where is home and and your fam, mm-hmm. your friends can be yeah. your family and, you know, yeah. the struggles mm-hmm. you just make you, you and you don't have a yeah. destination. I mean, you know, it's the journey. So it kind of felt so rewarding and everyone felt on both productions, the authenticity just really just spoke for itself Mm -hmm. so I'm so glad that you loved it and it spoke to you it means the world for all of us so I'm speaking
2: on behalf of everyone (laughs) yeah well yeah it definitely did everything that you just said it was very authentic and you could relate to it no matter who you were where you came from you know you could relate to the themes and that was what made the production so Mm -hmm. powerful so
0: Oh, Thank I very you, much so
2: enjoyed great. it. So I think what we might do, ladies, is actually do a little bit of a game. Oh, I'm, I'm so scared. <laughs> no, don't be scared. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I know Tori's really good at this, so I did give her, like, some toughies. We'll see. Oh, okay. oh we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I was like, she's had a, she's had a run at this. This is your first go. Um, oh so God. today, what I thought we might do is what we're going to do is I'm going to say a lyric from a show. Now, there is two points up for grabs. You can name the song and you can name the show. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to sing it. So you're just going to get the lyrics. Words. Yes, good English, Libby. Words. Yeah. Oh, cool. um, <laughs> Words, lyrics. <English laughs> oh, goodness. Words. <laughs> it's all the same. Lyrics, that's it. Um, so, you're going to get some yeah. lyrics. So, we might get Tori to go first. Mm-hmm,
3: absolutely. Right. Are you ready, that Tori? One with every single team, please. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> you're like, please don't be me. Please don't I'm be <laughs> me. I'm ready. I'm <laughs> ready. Okay. <laughs> okay, Tori, your first one. <clears throat> What happened last night? Are you really here? And I have a little bit extra I could give you. Okay. Yeah. Joan, 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 Joan.
0: Yep. Oh, okay. I know the song. Uh, So this is from... Oh, my God. I think. Oh, I can tell she knows it. Shut down. (laughs) Um, Yeah. This is from Fun Home. Yes. And this
2: is Changing My Major. Yes. That's all you need. Couldn't couldn't finish the lyrics for oh, you oh you don't have to finish the lyric this isn't a finish the lyric oh no oh yeah, okay, don't okay we're, doing, we're doing we're doing sorry we're doing song name we're just and doing show.
3: song name oh, and show oh gosh <laughs> show. that's I'm amazing about the lyrics i have no idea i'd be like my fair lady <laughs> okay lou are you ready <laughs> oh look this is just like all for
2: entertainment value so sure. yes exactly <laughs> that's what i say too i'm like my you know my failures is someone else's happiness so it's so fun <laughs> hey, um, <my> <laughs> <laughs> um okay so your first one until the day we go from poverty to stock options is this from hamilton no okay <laughs> you're on the right track though you're on the right track <laughs> oh, my God. can i have a little bit more more okay more Please. well this is another this is in the same song so okay. we cannot stop this is our block oh my god in the heights
3: yes yes <laughs> Lynn, it's Lynn's writing like I'm
2: like Lynn how me in the yeah. heights it's, it's yeah happening. you were like it was all in there I was like yes you're on the right track yeah I love that it's Thank been a while okay so we're two all oh no four all okay okay <laughs> oh okay four. yeah because in the heights in the heights from the heights heights. yeah (laughs) i was like it's the same (laughs) i was like you got this okay tori what's underneath it i have done it before can i have (laughs) (laughs) have (laughs) i was just like waiting there for you um okay wait never mind what's underneath it i have done it before i'll bake me a door to help me get through
0: what baking can do from waitress. Yes.
2: yes. I was like, oh, no, okay. I said bake. No. Yes. <laughs> I was like, Dan. You have to. Okay. But I was like, what's underneath it? I know. I was like, well, I can't do sugar, butter, flour. I yeah, like have to sugar. choose like really no, no. obscure lyrics from like a tiny, <laughs> tiny bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see how this one goes. This might be easy. Okay. okay. You ready, Liv?
3: don't don't you never know it could be the easiest one I'll be like
2: okay if you can fight in America is it the one I said before no okay okay I don't
3: know can I have a little bit okay wait wait
2: all right ready life can be bright something something if you can fight in America I was like am I giving away should I just give? It? Okay, I'm gonna give you the sentence before and after because I gave it to Tori. Okay, Life can be you. bright in America if you you can fight in America.
3: Oh my God! What's that story? Yeah, <laughs> I, I swear I did the
2: shows, guys. I swear. <laughs> and what's the title of the song? America. Yeah can you imagine if that was wrong that would be shocking okay now i actually do have a tiebreaker are you guys ready like absolutely yeah. in daylights in sunsets in midnights in cups Beep. Oh. Beep. <laughs> oh she got in there she got- oh. I mean- shall i finish it <laughs> no all right you got this sure okay yeah, all right in it. midnight yeah. in cups of coffee I don't know if you got that live it's
0: what no, is it Tori no way.
2: <laughs> it's
0: Seasons of Love from <laughs> yes. Rent it's like yes. it's the music theater kids choir yes. jam it's the one in that D-Lex, like every school choir process. has to do at least <laughs> oh once. my
3: gosh I'd, I've seen it at the haze. It was amazing, shocking on my behalf.
2: I told you, do I musical theatre? I don't know. Um, now to segue <laughs> yeah. out of that amazing lyric challenge and on the note of West Side Story, we thought we would ask you a little bit about your experience in West Side Story. So you got to play Rosalia and what do you think you learned the most whilst doing the show? Oh, I
3: learned so, 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 so much. Um, basically a lot but i think i learned a lot about preparing for an audition and Mm -hmm. doing the audition and i learned so much from julio monke who was the choreographer and assisted directed and just gave everything and to everybody and look to be honest when i I auditioned for the touring West Side Story, and I think everybody in the West Side Story that I did audition for—inside story, outside story—that's what we call it. We were the outside story because we were outside. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, there was like two yeah. at the same time. It was so confusing. But so you definitely confusing. had the better venue look we did so you did the one on the water didn't you sorry guys but we did exactly you were on the (laughs) water every night I mean I don't know if that's actually a good thing in terms of performing
3: but it looks stunning (laughs) yeah look Number one, really, I learned a lot about like how to actually be in a rake stage, and like your calves and like mm-hmm. physio was a big part of that, <laughs> but um oh yeah 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 it was it was tough, and it was but it everyone was feeling it, and we just were like, this is just an opportunity of a lifetime, and we were just so thankful and seeing the water and the fireworks it was just it was messed it was like I could do this for the like once for the rest of my life and I've I've ticked a bunch of boxes that I didn't even know that I had like so (laughs) it was yeah I learned a lot because I um I went you know doing the other audition we all did and I just felt like my god like this is like it's like about you know latin americans this is my blood like why is mm-hmm. why didn't i get through i didn't get through i think to the first after the first round it was a dance anita call but then i was like okay you know what i've got nothing to lose this time round. i learned as much as i could i prepared a lot and i went into the first call was an anita dance call so we did america Nice segue mm, into yeah. America. We've done that. I know. Like oh, little um, segue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So I did that and I got a call back and I just – I cried. Wow. There was like maybe 30 girls and I think they asked us at like five or six and I just – I was like I am not like a technical dancer but I will give it everything and the essence is something that yeah. need, you know you've got to have and I I learnt it. Like mm-hmm. I, I did the best I could and I think Julio really saw that and I actually did so much research on him before I went into the room so – I felt like I knew him. I felt like I really, like yeah. he was like my uncle. Like I could, I was like, like, what's up? Like just haven't seen you in so long. And like, I'm <laughs> hey, coming up with yeah. a story in my mind. I like, I went straight away. <laughs> like he's like, all right, guys, everyone in, the, everyone in the middle, let's learn. And I just ran. I was like, yeah, hi, I'm next to him. Yeah, because I just really like your energy and I just love everything about you. Like he was just, <laughs> I've never experienced somebody like Julio and Everyone on that production will say the same thing. Um, And then I just got through and then Rosalia and blah, 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 blah. And then I was just beside myself. And I think I learned the most about him that it's not dance. It's it's movement and dance together. It's storytelling. And I learned so much about storytelling Mm -hmm. and the authenticity of the piece. Like we were all you know, we were women on stage, there were men on stage, there was younger, there was older, there was there was it was just beautiful and he just saw the essence that we had and the drive that we had. And I mm-hmm. yeah, I that's honestly what I learnt about it, Julio, and just movement and the storytelling. And that piece is so relevant today, just as it was yeah. back then. And yeah. even more so. Mm-hmm. So like it's so Yeah, I'm just – I was honoured, like, beautiful experience, hard, tough. Um, It was five weeks of rehearsals, which is, like, unheard of in the musical theatre – industry it's yeah. you know yeah. it's more of an it's an opera you know when jake did the two opera australia shows five weeks was just normal to them they're like yeah great it's like oh my god five weeks we can
2: relax but it was such a yeah, you show like, We're like we
3: actually can't relax but it's cool yeah.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, there's probably a reason for the five weeks but
3: like yeah, still it's yeah. true i
2: i realized that after
3: oh my god hilarious <laughs> after that
2: but yeah, I didn't even think about like the rake stage and the physical tax like yeah. like not only doing like trying to serve the story the best you can but how physical it was and also like dealing with outside weather too. Ooh, that would be yeah. tough. Oh, it was rain it, it, it was hail tough.
3: or shine. And when it was raining we would wear like black volleys so we were like you, when you were kicking you could see the the rain just oh. go everywhere it was just so yeah something that like you know when it's raining you run inside right like it's like oh my god don't get yeah. wet but like this was yeah. like yeah, embrace no. it all we are this is our element yeah, like yeah. this is a once kind mm-hmm. of thing that we'll get yeah.
2: to do
0: like over the water exactly. and the
2: fireworks after america it was just like oh
0: that would have been so amazing to just see. Exactly.
2: And you don't even have to pay for the pyrotechnics of getting rain to come down. And I mean, it looks amazing yeah. stage. <laughs> get some awesome hitches, yes. get a great effect, it actually really adds to the story. <laughs>
0: it's so true. Yeah. yeah. Loved it. Yeah. And I mean, we know that you're a huge advocate for body positivity and diversity in the theatre industry. And especially with just everything happening at the moment and all the change that we can see that is being championed in the industry do you feel that the industry is moving in a more inclusive direction
3: well look i look, with body positivity i am thank you i'm so glad that i that you know i'm seen as a you know body advocate mm-hmm. and um, i definitely would say that i'm it's a journey definitely a self-love journey and um i it's so important i think i'll just i'll share a little story like when i was in the bodyguard and we were doing eight shows a week and we were touring it was a nine month tour all up and we i was i was losing weight because it was just like it's a show like you do eight shows a week Mm -hmm. and you're touring and if you know we were dancing and like everyone was just sort of but I was like getting my measurements like costumes in and I was getting comments like oh my god Liv you're like oh my god you look amazing and you know you're you're losing weight and you look so good. And producers were saying that to me of the show of opening night. Like, it was like, oh, thanks. Like, thank you so much. Like, I'm not really trying. I'm just like, I'm, I've always been healthy. It's just happening. Yeah. So it's just because uh, you're, you're never show fit unless you really do a show, you know, as we know. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was so important that I clung to it. And even like watching it back, some of the, you know, when we, you know, the media call, I was like, oh, my God, I wish they did it in Brisbane or Melbourne because, like, I was smaller and I was so much more obviously more confident and we all were actually knowing what Mm -hmm. the heck we were doing (laughs) by the end of it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And, (laughs) you know, but I I realised that my worth was so, even subconsciously, my my worth was in that, like, oh, my God, I'm losing weight. Yes, like, I'm going to get, like, I'm going to get booked more and, like, I, I look more like a commercial dancer and I'm like, it's like, it's so – that was just one example of me looking back now and being like, that is just not – absolutely not correct. It is not correct. I yeah. Health looks different on everybody's body and, and mm-hmm. fit looks different on everybody's body. And, you know, it's just such an important thing to really um, just – repeat within this industry within our friendships and relationships because it's as a woman we know in this industry it's like everything is based on I mean and males but like what you look like really women it's your body and like oh what size are you and like oh you know the dress and and so it's like well it was I didn't realize that wow I and then when I kind of put some of the weight back on i don't know if you say that like a hundred percent like i went on a cruise ship at the end of the year mm. with jake and i put on like 45 kilos it- within a week because like i'm enjoying my ass so yeah, like i was gonna say get, yeah. get that buffet seriously oh, oh I mean, my yeah. that pavlova y'all no i can't, Ooh,
2: I, can't. I can't pavlova's <laughs> my favorite so Yay. i'm
0: out <laughs> It's it's definitely something that I do hope we do see a bit more in the industry because, like, as a as someone who like I'm like I am I've got curves. I'm a curvy person by own them nature. I am as I as my partner refers. I'm chunky and funky. Chunky, funky, baby, come on. Who I am? Yes. Um. So it's it's so amazing to see someone someone really advocating for that.
2: Thank you. I try. That is, I think it's such a, a crazy thing that um, there's so much pressure in the theatre industry put on how um, how we perceive our bodies. Like we it can be quite unhealthy if you feel like you don't fit that stereotype. It's like, oh, well, if I lose all this weight, I'm all of a sudden going to book a million more jobs. Like I'm mm-hmm. currently unemployable because maybe I have a couple more kilos on when we don't want that in real life in real life I would hope that that is not how it is but I mean it sometimes is
3: (laughs) yeah I it's just so crazy it's just so baffling to me and it makes me really quite sad but mainly angry because I'm like the people that are saying this are clearly like unhappy within themselves and have come from you know, a background that they were told that they were to this or Mm -hmm. to that. And it's also, we are so, we're different heights, we're different body structures, different, you know, backgrounds. You know, where where your ancestors are from is going to also look a certain way to when somebody else is from. So it's just a whole like thing of play and it's just yeah so I I'm trying to really just be like hey look cellulite is sexy and like all of these things that women have and men have too is just so beautiful and was so different so I I'm trying really hard to do that I just signed with Vivian's modeling agency as a curve model yes. um, and I have only done a couple of shoots so I'm still very new to the industry but I actually like it's very similar you go to a casting and if the client likes you or you know sometimes you fit into the clothes mm-hmm. it's, it's a bit crappy but you kind of get it and don't but it's just the nature of the game and i kind of feel like you know the other week I, I shot a bras and things you know campaign and it was like i was in lingerie wow. for two three hours different ones and i was like you just have to be confident this is what i am you can moisturize mm-hmm. my body yeah. you know blow yeah make the me hair glisten. back and yes Woo. make me, make give, me, me that. Just give me that makeup. absolutely <laughs> give me the makeup give me everything and I was just like, this is what it is. This is where I'm at. So like live, you either, you've got to yeah. like, because hating yourself for too long just got you absolutely nowhere. So why just love yeah. yourself and surround yourselves with those mm. people. That is just as important to me is surrounding yourselves with the right people um, because they can kind of make or break that vibe that you got. So, but going to... In regards to the industry and inclusivity, like, to be honest, I think we have a long way to go. Um, And, you know, referring to current times and situations, which we all know about. um, We do. Clearly we have a long way to go. And I think people definitely hear it and understand it to some degree, but they don't do anything Mm -hmm. about it. And those are two very different thing three very different things hear it understand do something it's it's an we need action words we need a a verb we need to we need to do something about it and it starts from the top up it starts from creative teams producers uh yeah it does investors and sponsors and like who we don't we lack diversity in Those in that you know part of the industry so casting a show why is it going to be any different because that's what people know that's what they think people want to see and to say Mm
2: -hmm.
3: that you know there's not enough or a lot of BIPOC artists out there is just it's quite like (laughs) it's ridiculous because it's like Yes. firstly firstly I was born here like I've been here since yeah. since you know 1996 like it's and studying musical theater like so many ha- of us have and even if I came from another mm-hmm. country last year I'm, I was still here like it's 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 so yeah. that's a whole nother thing and I think it's been a very exhausting time and I realize that I've I've had privilege because of you know here is such a multicultural country like if you mm. don't believe it that is. you need to really wake is. up and get out of your bubble <laughs> yeah. and see that it is in the best way and i but i realize that you know yeah. i have some of my other BIPOC brothers and sisters have have not and then sometimes when it comes back to me i'll be at the shopping center and then i'll get it and you, you feel it in that look and you know, the comment like it's just what's going on and then I but I I can't speak because I have not had my life taken and and, or nearly taken because of where I've come from because you know so many of my friends are all from different parts of the world and it's so beautiful and I just yeah to be honest I have it makes me a bit sad to even say BIPOC and diversity because everyone's just a person and i honestly think you Mm -hmm. should go in and audition for the role as an actor unless the story of course is specific to the story and Mm -hmm. like in the heights Mm -hmm. like the color purple you don't you don't mess with that like sure sure there's not enough of that yeah exactly but other things like I don't know, like what if I wanna be Eliza Doolittle on my filet let me tell you, I don't like it's it's probably never gonna happen and I'm okay <laughs> with that. But that's just an example. Like you know, or like
1: yeah. you know,
3: the sound of music or like alpha bar and like it's not it's yeah. not very
0: yeah.
3: known and, and
0: I I just take the actor for the actor yes. as Lot. who yeah. they are. And if if it's if they can tell the story, yeah. that should be the thing that that's manners. enough everything else unless like you said unless it's something where it's like this is a very specific mm-hmm. story where we don't have enough shows about diverse people mm-hmm. it's just like there is a very small group of them you don't touch those, those absolutely are for those they're written those from... are for those individuals exactly. who know that world mm-hmm. where everything else should just be you're a person you're an actor if you're the right person for that right role, that should be that's
3: the most literally important. Thing. What it is, and yeah, like look, growing up, I mean, in you know, finishing aim and doing bodyguard, and in the heights, and then you know. Wes, I was like, you're so – I've heard the comments so many times. You're so lucky that they're doing, like, ethnic shows. Like, it's so good, like, finally. And it's just like – and for a long time yeah. I was like, yeah, wow, like, that's awesome. Maybe this ride yeah. is going to end and, you know, but you don't know how many, like, no's and rejections that go with mm-hmm. that. Like, I breathed and and lived this ever since – I started aim like it's and we all have I'm not saying that mine is more you know important or not but it's just it's actually not yeah. it's such a it's it's a microaggression to say that like it's actually like well yeah don't you know it's there's so many wrong things with so many wrong things but <laughs> look it's, it's so I think
2: true. yeah it's like I think it also stems from an and it would be good at the moment it's so amazing that there is this big call to change happening especially across social media which is great to see but it's it will be definitely, even definitely. you know it, it's it's all words unless unless we see it being changed and it'll be really interesting to see how our bigger australian productions go because it really stems from those the the really huge shows that are showing us exactly what music theatre is. That's where you want to see that yeah. change happening, especially, like, in the big ones that tour, the Gordon Frost, they everything, like, to see change happen there in the audition rooms, in in making sure... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in, I mean, you also have recently become a panellist for the AOC Initiative Scholarship Program. I mean, how has that been to get involved with that?
3: Oh, my goodness. Like, I oh I had tears I was so honored when (laughs) Tarek reached out and who is the founder of the AOC and AOC initiative and I yeah I was like I is this is this telling the right person like does he does he does he know what is happening um and so I was (laughs) I was just honored (laughs) I was like oh my god like and you know Jake kind of said why are you so surprised like you you've earned this spot and I just had a moment of like you know I've I I just maybe I I don't know if I have I don't know if you'd say earn it or whatever but like I just am so honored and I am so excited to see the amazing talent that is going to come out of this amazing initiative and the panelists that are on board and you know, submissions mm-hmm. close in four days. Not that
0: this is probably going to be
3: aired eventually. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry, we are, we are constantly making sure that we are promoting and sharing Thanks, that lovely. stuff so people know so that it's not just a... It can't be the thing of not enough people Absolutely not for it. Absolutely not. It's not that. Yeah. No, not at all. So we want to make sure that we um, do our part to make sure that we are supporting everyone. Thank you. Okay. And thank you for being allies. Yeah, and just sharing the all the, these amazing opportunities. And, of course, a lot of these opportunities do depend on people... Every single person in the community donating, like that's how the the AOC mm-hmm. has this the amount of donations um, and BU Incorporated and Stage of Change and there are the, the list goes on and on of things that have come out of the yeah. woodworks um, in recent months and it's so it's exciting amazing to see you be a part of that. Thank you so much.
3: Yes. Oh, there is just so many talented artists and you know half of them happen to be BIPOC so let's just celebrate this this incredible talent and it's it's a shame in a way that we've had to go to this point Mm -hmm. of like well you know what this is what it is so let's create it but at the same time it's like you know, we're never going to back down. Like, you know, and as artists, yeah. as females, as, as BIPOC and as Caucasian people, like we're never going to lose our fight and we need allies. Mm-hmm. And I can't thank you guys enough for being such, yeah. you know, you know, allies and promoting, you know, the right things that, like the AOC initiative and, you know, the quarter on your Instagram. And it doesn't matter how small, how big your platform is. Like I, it's same with me, like a, got to keep myself accountable but it's okay to take a, mm-hmm. a you know a rest in a way it's been an exhausting <laughs> yeah. time and yeah. it's been a a lot and but it's really like racism what will smith said like racism has always been around There's just there are just cameras mm-hmm. now there are just cameras yeah. and we're seeing yeah. it and yeah. that's horrible but we got cameras well then we got more equipment to make it stop so we need to yeah. we need to do yeah. that. So it's been a very bittersweet time. One thing I have to say about like little like little things like about if you don't know a correct term or how to address somebody is just literally Google mm-hmm. it. Like like for example, like when you're from Spain, Google is Yeah, your when you're from Spain, you're Hispanic. You know, you're not south america is that is what makes a latina latino so it's like for the, that's an example like it's it's you know what i mean it's like exactly what you're saying like, i'm still learning i'm still learning of like you know of, of how to do the correct thing because it's true you don't want to offend anybody but you also need to speak like that post i recently did about reflecting i was like i don't I ran it with Jake a lot because I was like, I don't want to look like I'm having a go at anybody, but I feel like this is on my heart, and I haven't posted much, mm-hmm. and it's not like you're saying it's not just about posting, but it's about that's how I speak to because Instagram is probably probably with maybe bigger than Facebook, like it's such a visual thing, we're so oh. visual. So if you don't know where to start, just start posting and or gathering your thoughts gathering your information correctly and putting it in notes or Mm. writing I'm so old school I love to write with my diary and just collect it Mm. and then and post about it have those you know (laughs) complex situ you know conversations with family members like my family I've learned a lot about My family, you know, I I grew up with my mom and and she's my hero, my everything, you know, but the other side of things can be really complicated. I'm like, what? Like, why Mm -hmm. are we living (laughs) in this world that is so backwards (laughs) and it just is so simple to us and how to move forward and make change? And so it's like, it's tough, but we, take it take it i think it's important i actually heard this the other week is creating a life for yourself that you don't need to take a break from so when you feel like you need a break is to rest is not to stop oh i can't wait to go on holidays it's like you know create a life that you don't need a break from you don't need to holiday from you you know meditating in the morning for me is huge and um putting on you know Spotify playlists of gospel music, or or writing. There are so many different forms of meditation. Like it's about renewing your mind in order to be able to be an ally, to be the right vessel, and you know, communicate the right communication. As as much as it's it's yeah. just a learning of you know learning on the go thing. So those are
2: some beautiful
3: words. Oh, thank you. You can you can quote me on that one.
0: <laughs> I guess something that I think we can all see that does really bring you joy. You recently released your first ever debut single move on in April of this year. What inspired you to make that leap? And it it, it is quite a leap into mainstream music, you know, coming from someone who does theater and whilst mainstream and theater don't necessarily go together, there's definitely, I think a different vibe to your music you know you do get people like ben platt who release their own music and it's amazing (laughs) but you do still get almost a music theater (laughs) feel from it whereas i feel your music really is you Mm. and it speaks of who you are
3: oh that means so much thank you so much that's beautiful i i I have always wanted to be a recording artist, to be honest. I wanted to go on world tours and I wanted to do
2: albums. Yeah. Like before anything. I was like, I'm going to be an idol. Yes. (laughs) I'm going to be a pop sensation. Yes. That's what I want to be when I grow up. Yes.
3: like, Like all of us, right? Like we were like, yes, let's do it and watch Smash and... All that stuff. Wait, no, that's musical theatre. Never mind. But you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I binge watched Smash when I was at uni once and I just – an all-nighter and I, like, was falling asleep in class anyway. (laughs) That's a whole other
0: story.
3: I mean, it was worth it, right? (laughs) It was so
0: worth it. Oh, my God. I love
3: that. So
2: worth it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
3: Yeah, so I – Move On has been in the works for, like, oh, my gosh. It was in the works, like, six months to a year. I was with – working with Kyle and we kind of got um, met on when we were doing guest entertainment on cruise ships and, you know, we were just talking, like, I want to mm-hmm. do music and we knew, like, the same people, like Monique and, um, who refers yeah. back to, you know, Jake Tyler's podcast about
0: that whole life and that's another kind of yeah. element of yeah. a different... Working, working on the high seas and yeah. doing yes. uh, yeah. entertainment on cruise ships.
3: is a whole other thing. So we kind of just met there once and like just kind of got off from there and then he's got his home studio. So literally it's just been a moment of just creating and vibing and I really want to get more into it. But then COVID happened, there's a couple of songs that are kind of almost done. So there's more music coming definitely. But I I, I don't want to just like release singles and singles and singles. I want to have a body of work. Mm. I want to have... yeah kind of a beginning middle and end my beginning middle and end whether someone else sees that is i don't know and even like i wanted an ep to be honest the plan was to have it then out at the end of the year but of course things change covid COVID, nancy what's up girl also
0: um, music takes a long just time. life in
2: general is ever changing literally yeah and yes. recording takes a long time as well to get it right and to get it mm-hmm. what you want to release it does actually yeah. take a very long time surprisingly totally.
3: Podcasts, like it's the same thing like editing yeah. and just like time <laughs> that oh, yeah. you don't get paid for you invest oh, money into you invest time mm-hmm. into so it's been a big thing but i wouldn't i don't think i'd have it any other way um you know being an independent artist I mean we all are in a way but being the music kind of side of it I just it's been a lot doing your own promotion and doing all that like I don't really have I mean I'd love to get maybe a manager or a booking agent I don't really know that kind of side of things yet it's kind of premature for me to think about that but there's yeah I just have always wanted to do that and I was going to release it kind of beginning of the year but then well COVID sort of happened I thought I don't think now is I felt a bit like oh COVID like I don't want to just be like oh yeah all right COVID I hope everyone's okay oh my god but my song check it out but then I realized like (laughs) I was like I don't want that attention but move on is such a like an anthem in a way that it's like it's about this time it's not about a which is absolutely fine it's not about a girl it's Mm. not about it's about a lot of things and it's about you know Mm -hmm. COVID-19 Black Lives Matter civil rights movement it's about all that we're going to take it we're going to move on we're not going to throw it away we're going to put in our hearts and we're going to move on vulnerability and justice and peace it's it's just if to me it was a song that's been in the works for a long time like other songs but I was like move on is just it's really the one that's most ready it was mastered and and I had the shoot yeah. for it and I kind of had that and then I was like well this is actually the perfect time it's about the industry it's about it's about yeah. a lot of things mm-hmm. and I feel like I just want people to listen and number one like jam it's such a like a chill like Kyle's amazing at his you know production yeah. and he mixed and mastered and we're in the works but things are so they're getting back up now and you know people are getting busy and it's like great let's just like put time aside and and finish this EP Mm -hmm. and I've realized I'm such a person who's like oh Jake actually has shown me that I am a bit like okay I need to just (laughs) I need to just rest I need to just stop and it's okay to not do everything all the time like when I'm watching something I'm like okay like I'm watching Mm -hmm. but i got to do something really productive because otherwise a waste of time and I'm realizing COVID oh my goodness like oh my gosh it's okay to stop it's okay to just be and you know like so I think yeah, with music and that's kind of a tangent, but like it's all kind
0: of together and yeah. Yeah, no. I think and definitely I think a lot of us have kind of felt that during this time of covid there are I think there are, everybody has been experiencing it differently, creating kind of is our whole lives and I think that That's, you know, some people who just have regular muggle (laughs) nine-to-five jobs. They get to come home and chill. Totally, It never ends, right? We come home and we have something else to worry about. Like, I go to work and then I come home and I work on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, Because that's my passion. That's what we we love to do and what's what we want to be doing. And we don't take that for granted. It's not like, oh, if you didn't want to do it, you wouldn't be doing it. Like, it's...
2: And we wouldn't be here talking in
0: the in the creative, yeah. Yeah. No, and we wouldn't be here, here and we wouldn't be
2: here talking to you and getting to learn so much more. I mean, I feel like I've learned so much more, which is you know amazing, and that's and that's what we hope is that (laughs) as creatives we can continue to grow and continue to learn, and um, and that's all that we can hope for, really. Yeah, honestly, yeah.
3: Like I've learned so much from you, ladies, and your podcasts are just inspiring and so wholesome oh, and you. don't ever 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 stop like I'm loving it like it's so thank again you. I listen to podcasts and music on my car trips which is often or I'm cleaning the house thanks to my mama and salsa at 7 yeah. in the morning I put on your podcast <laughs> yes. and I am like it's yeah you, 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 guys. <laughs> you guys honestly <laughs> thank you amazing so much. I'm so that, we're that so thankful a lot
2: yeah I've got one final question to ask sorry going back to the amping up I've got one final question and do you know when you're going to be releasing some more music well
3: there's no date as of yet um Mm. (laughs) I'm kind of torn I kind of want to do those things of like like pull like a beyonce or like a lady gaga and be like new music oh. out tomorrow boom <laughs> or do you oh, make okay, like, for that like yeah so <laughs> it's that i definitely like we were saying everyone and everything being so visual i want a film mm. clip and i have one in mind for mm. a song called rectify that i've been working on and Ooh, it's oh, just yes. about oh it's empowerment it's just about How being up. a a gorgeous sexy woman and so I kind of want to again strategize before I just go boom 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 mm. I just don't want to really singles and be like yeah, yeah cool, cool cool oh who's that like oh yeah it's a cool song and boop, bop 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 like I don't really care about sort of being on the radio I just yeah. want to have a yeah. body of work that represents myself my community which is mm-hmm. our community and people just relate to or don't. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> that is very Look, exciting. It can <laughs> be That's the music, cool. I'm do me. It can either be the
0: music that people are like, it means so so much to them or it can be the music they're just like yeah cool yeah this
2: is, cool. yeah. Like this this. is good totally. this is good is it a bop well i yeah. mean guys if you um, are wanting to have a little bit of a taster of liv's music make sure you head to spotify and look up move on as well as as it on apple itunes apple itunes yes it's everything on all, all the platforms all the platforms exactly and make sure to follow you as well what was your instagram is that at Olivia oh. at Olivia Claire Vasquez
3: underscore between Olivia and Claire. So Olivia underscore Claire underscore Vasquez. <laughs> <We> <laughs> yes, make there. sure
0: you guys go and follow her because amazing things have already come and amazing yes. things will continue Thanks, to come. Guys. But before we kind of wrap Mm -hmm. up for this episode, we would love, you know, we have, as anyone knows, I don't think I need to explain it anymore. (laughs) We do bedtime stories, which is pretty much a a show stories. Um, Do you have a bedtime story for us today?
3: My God. Okay. So basically I was doing this gig, um, the greatest showman gig. Uh, Yeah. I'm not going to name names, but the greatest showman immersive theater experience, which was a lot of fun. Yes. Uh
0: I know exactly what you're talking (laughs) about
3: too. Did you watch it? No.
0: So (laughs) it got
3: to the end. We had two shows. It got to the end and it just kind of – it was in a really amazing space. It was like the little dwarf or the dwarf and – Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. it was amazing. Oh, yeah. And it was
3: really cool. It was like cabaret-esque. Then just – the audience, like, the first show was a little bit more tame than the second one. It was, like, Sunday or Saturday. And there were just so many kids, like, kids, 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 mm-hmm. which is amazing oh. because it's The Greatest Showman. But we didn't yeah. realise that they weren't going to stay in their seat. Like, they were just, like, everywhere. Oh. We had, like, some curry for Rewrite oh. the Stars. when do you rewrite? the stairs like running around and i was like i can't yeah i can't walk like i can't get there so the whole show just kind of <laughs> there, <laughs> are
0: there,
2: there are children i will crush, I, like, I, I will, will step hurt you when i
3: don't want to i'm not allowed to do <laughs> any of this You're That like- I- <laughs> <laughs> i'm at a rock concert where am i i'm a bit
2: confused am i at a show
3: am i wearing a pink wig right now yes i am um and basically got to the end I think it was the second last number or the last one, like Aaron or Georgie. Georgie was in it, Georgina Hobson and Chicken. <laughs> yes. We were just like, okay, so it got to the, I don't even remember what song it was. It was, we were all facing the screen, the big cinema screen and the audience was behind us and yeah. Yeah. Aaron and I were holding hands and I don't know what came over me, but I laugh, I laughed so much that I was crying and I stopped singing and I was squeezing his hand that he stopped because he was laughing and then our harmonies just like stopped and then there were like three other people on stage and they were looking at us like what's going on and I just was in fits I was in fits I couldn't hardly stand it's never happened to me like that before I was like I'm I cannot believe this is happening like this is terrible but it was such a good feeling I got I feel so guilty but it was so good to laugh like that um and yeah we just stopped so and that was kind of it I think Georgie was singing off stage she was like why have they stopped singing? Like, what's going on? And then when we told them, <laughs> it just all made sense. So that's number one. Like the first, like singing. So that's the short one. And it was like the first time off stage. Like on stage, laughing yes. got to stop. Thank God, our backs are to the audience. That's all I'm gonna yes. say. The kids though were laughing and like, well, like not laughing, but like they were singing. So it wasn't as noticeable. The kids if made the they were having for a it. good time. Yeah, I, they make. It I, for it totally maybe they thought I was crying because it was such a beautiful it was it was it was actually a soft moment of like she was singing to him in the bed or something and they were doing anyway I don't know but it was just hilarious
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. well they were such great bedtime stories I have thoroughly enjoyed getting to sit down with you and have a chat we have loved getting to learn more about your career and getting to chat to you about some really important topics that um, we felt we we really wanted to um, discuss on the podcast. So thank you so much for coming yeah. in today and just hanging out thank and having guys. a chat.
3: Honestly, like I'm so honoured to be here. I can't thank you enough for just having me on your amazing show and I just can't wait to hear the podcast and keep seeing what you guys are doing. I'm so proud of you both.
2: Thank you so much. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for taking the time to to come and chat with us today. We know you recently are very busy. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for coming and you guys just with some of the topics that we kind of spoke on today um if you are and you should be interested in following any initiatives that we've spoken about and uh, the monumental amount more there are um make sure to follow um olivia which is uh at olivia underscore claire underscore vasquez um (laughs) as well as if you're looking for some other initiatives there are plenty Mm -hmm. out there and we do also have a highlight on our instagram specifically for initiatives um so make sure to check that out but thank you so so much once again Liv for being with us today thank you beautiful ladies it was a pleasure thank you so much for listening to today's episode and we hope you enjoyed don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rate and review on apple Podcasts, and to send us your bedtime stories and stage door sunday pics
2: we also would love to hear your feedback on the episode and what you'd like to hear from us in the future You can let us know on our Instagram at ps.stagedoorpod via our email at ps.stagedoor.podcast at gmail.com or contact us via our website ps.stagedoorpodcast.com. We love hearing
0: from you and we will see you next time. Bye! (laughs)